0: Welcome to Lessons for Leaders. This week I'm joined by Tracy Matthews to talk about authentic leadership. We share how sometimes it can be a scary place but it's also talk about the reasons why it's so valuable to be that authentic leader. We share how authenticity can go beyond leadership into other areas of our life to add value there too. We t- Discuss the lessons that Tracy has learnt over the years and where to start if you want to look at your authentic leadership. It's a fabulous episode. So let's dive in. I hope you enjoy it. So, welcome to the Lessons for Leaders podcast. Each week I bring you lessons, learnings, tips, and advice to enable you to lead with ease in business without the stress, doubt, and overwhelm. So I help you increase your performance, be resilient, and thrive in life. I'm Emma Langton, your host, leadership coach and well-being trainer, helping you and your workforce increase that performance, elevate productivity and improve well-being so that you make a bigger impact in your personal and professional life and in your workplace. Recently I've been working with organizations and individual leaders and managers to help them to be able to become more focused, less stressed and have a wider impact on both their personal and professional leadership skills as well as improving well-being for themselves and that of their teams. Jennifer said, Emma provided one-to-one coaching to me over a period of several months. Emma's approach to our coaching relationship was very supportive throughout and she built trust very quickly. This allowed me to speak freely and I felt as though she truly listened to me and understood where I was coming from. I found Emma to be extremely pragmatic, I am, in terms of her advice and coaching style, always with a sense of humour but importantly with empathy and kindness at the core. I left each session with a sense of purpose, feeling more confident and focused in terms of different techniques I could implement and draw upon. I found my coaching journey to be really beneficial and I'd recommend to anyone thinking of seeking a coach to go for it. Thank you, Emma. And these are the results that I love to hear about. So. Get in touch if you want to know how I can help you individually or your organisation. You can contact me at emma at emmalankton.com. If you're not ready to do that yet, then you can get onto my newsletter. Again, the link will be in the show notes or there's information on my website at emmalankton.com. This newsletter sends out tips, information, statistics And the current organisational trends that are happening right now so that you don't have to dig around for it. It comes out monthly, so you can guarantee I won't be spamming you. And one client, Paula, said, I've saved every newsletter and often go back for tips, advice and ideas when I need help, support or inspiration. And then finally, a request from me that if you haven't hit the subscribe button or left a review for me, then please do go and find the little button and leave a review and let me know your key thoughts or your takeaways or what you value most from the podcast. And if you hit subscribe, it makes sure that you never miss another episode. It also helps other people to be able to find the podcast and for the podcast platforms to be able to share it with people so that we can get the message and support and help to more and more people where it's needed. So, thank you for that. This week I'm joined by Tracy Matthews. Tracy originally trained as a bilingual secretary back in the 80s and has gained a number of qualifications over the years, including an MBA. She worked in London in a number of industries before getting into training and setting up her own training business, which she ran for just under 20 years before selling it 11 years ago. She's now a senior leader in further education and COO at the Careers College Trust. She's joining me today to talk about authentic leadership. So, Tracy, welcome to the Lessons for Leaders podcast. It's great to have you here. Oh, I've been looking forward to having this
1: chat with you, Emma. So thank you so much for for giving me the opportunity.
0: You're so welcome. Um, And in the pre-chat, we had a lovely conversation. So do you want to just tell the listeners a little bit about um, what you do and, and what got you where you are today?
1: Yes, so... I've recently um, changed jobs by now um, working for a charity called the Career Colleges Trust. And we support uh, colleges to um, meet the needs of um, employers shaping curriculum to look at emerging industries like uh, logistics and digital construction and green technologies so that we can bring that um, those industries to life. Through the curriculum that's offered in colleges, that's what I'm doing at the moment.
0: And it's it's you know it's we're going to talk about authentic leadership today, which I'll come to. But you know, shaping the type of training and things that, that everybody gets is so important, isn't it? Because everything, well, it's quite a fast moving environment is is in any industry these days, and it's so important that the people we've got coming through are um you know are up to date but also that they've got that training available to them really yes it is and if you look
1: I'm I'm of a certain age where I've been working for quite some time now fortunately people are listening to this and not not seeing it otherwise they'd see all my gray hair um and I think about you know I I my original training was as a bilingual secretary and I learned how to use a manual typewriter now um if I was having to earn my living using the skills that I was taught back then, um, I think I would be struggling to put food on the table. So actually, I think that education needs to reflect that times move on, industries change, um, there's different technology, different skills, different working environments. And so Actually, that, that's part of not only what education is about, it's about preparing people to be able to move and shape and meet, meet the needs of an ever changing landscape that we're working in, but actually linking into our authentic leaders it is beyond education isn't it this is actually part of what a leader is all about is about helping people to grow and develop and helping people to be the best that they can be and therefore be for their organizations to be the best that they can be
0: and, and totally and utterly um, agree with you as you know what do you think it takes to be an authentic leader
1: I think being an authentic leader can be sometimes a um, could be a bit of a scary place to be because to be to be an authentic leader means that you have a core set of values, principles, and that you bring those into your leadership. You're prepared to um, you're prepared to communicate and share what it is to be you how you think and how you feel the things that are important to you so for me being an authentic leader um it is about being very values driven and having that core set of principles and being strong enough to for that for those to shape the way that you you are as a person and the way that
0: you lead and it's really interesting isn't it because when I do some of my resilient leaders workshops I do like a um so I do like a kind of lunch and learn and and one hour uh, workshop on resilience and I do then in that refer to people and their values um and and the vision bit is also mentioned and sometimes people I say to people, this is the bit that we forget because, you know, we initially start with a vision of I want to be, as we leave college, um, a school, university and things. But then we kind of get into a job, we get into a role or an industry and we forget sometimes about that vision bit. So I'm always, because that's some of the reasons that we get out of bed on the morning, you know, is where we're going and what it is that we're doing, isn't it? And so that gives us that spark and that desire but those values, when I do my half-day workshop, I take people through what their values are to revisit some of those values, because I've seen in my time um, lots of leaders, I, I, I worked for a hideous hideous leader, which the, the podcast listeners will know, because I've mentioned him before, um, very egotistical, um, quite a significant bully quite honestly um, but then there was somebody else that I worked with after him who was regarded and I, I still see him now and I regard him as an amazing uh, leader and then there was somebody else within that group who was just not himself at all really and he wanted the, the kind of power if you like that the of the bullying type leader but he wanted to be liked as much as, you know, as the very good authentic leader. And then he ended up just completely not being himself at all because he was striving to be bits of these two other people that was just not him. Mm.
1: Yeah, and I I think that that, that's a tough one, isn't it? Because I think when, when you're, if we talk about the two, if we talk about, first of all, being authentic, it means that you've got to have that resilience for people to disagree with you or to have a different set of values and you've got to learn as to how do you collaborate, how do you appreciate diversity in terms of value sets and, and thinking to get the best out of people and then you've got to think about what it means is if you If you operate in a way that you try to live through somebody else's values, you then are not congruent. And that causes a lot of internal stress and anxiety when you're trying to be something that you're not. And in trying to be something that you're not, what that does is I feel is it 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 seeps out of every pore of you so that people around you then become confused um, because humans have evolved over gazillions of years and actually right the way from um, our, our evolution is that we keep ourselves safe by reading body language absolutely so if you if you are if you are incongruent what is seeping out of you is being read by others as being there's something not right here I don't trust this I can't put my finger on it
0: but I've just got a gut feeling that I'm not comfortable. Exactly that you know and sometimes in, in the coaching aspects of things because I've got a therapeutic background and I get I, I often say I get I now get a little bit geeky about the neuroscience and the psychology bits of how we function and so we've got that We've got all of those readings of body language as well, but we've also got a bit in our brain that picks up what's called mirror neurons. And, um, you know, the the mirror neurons literally do, um, can mirror what it is that we are seeing. So if we've got that kind of atmosphere of somebody being really, really tense, um, but trying to just be, I don't know, authoritative or something like that, then it's going to set up tension in the room because uh, these are very subconscious Things that happen, and I'm getting a bit techy now, which so I'm not going to keep going into it. But uh, all of this stuff is really, really fascinating about how you can influence people, and how you can, uh, you know, influence people in a room, and how you can create that vibe of uh, people around you. Um, so it's all really, really quite fascinating. But it's another big reason why we need to be authentic as leaders, as well, isn't it?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: What is it that made you, because you said, you know, you started um, as, as a bilingual secretary and then moved into training and learning. What is it that made you passionate about, about training or about authenticity of leaders?
1: I think um, two questions. So taking the first one, um, I think I'm passionate about education because I have experienced and seen firsthand how education shapes lives. So I have been on a journey myself. So um, all the way through to leaving school at 16, going to further education, college, learning a vocation and then learning and adapting as I have progressed in, in my career. And I've had some amazing opportunities. and. I put a lot of that down to education, even down to people that I've met on all the different, whether it's a short course or whether it's a qualification, that whole networking and personal growth. So I, I absolutely believe that education is an enabler. Um, and that's what um, gets me up in the morning is that I, I see the power of what education does. Um, and then in terms of authentic leadership, you know, I, um, I I taught leadership and management for a number of years, and then I went on and I did a, a I did an MBA, and part of my MBA was studying around leadership and did a um, a lot of research and reflection around leadership. And of course, you go through and you look at all of the different models of leadership, don't you? Yeah. And and I think that why authentic leadership has really stuck with me is in that reflection and and analyzing all the different models of leadership you have to think about as you've done on this podcast you said I remember working for this person I remember working for that person we're human beings and we to get the best out of us you want to have a connection with somebody. Well, this is how, what, what ticks for me? So I think about people that I've been led by who've got the best from me and the worst of me, because I can assure you that there is, there are, there are two sides to a Gemini, Tracy. There is, there is the very, very best and there is the very, very worst. Um, and I think that, so in understanding, what is it that provokes me to be the best that I can be? And I know how well I've responded to authentic leadership. So my value sets are are strong as an individual. um, And therefore, I I know that when I've got the best of me, it's where I felt very aligned to the individuals and the organisation that I've been working for. And where I've been really unhappy and I've ended up leaving an organisation is where there's been that that mismatch. So that's why the authentic leadership is something that has been really powerful for me. Um, And it's also where I've been blessed with over the years, um, working with people who've actually followed me from one organisation to another. Um, and that part of that, I think, is the human element of them being aligned to me um, and and wanting to continue that experience. And that's been very rewarding for me, too, because that, that connection and working with them has made my
0: job enjoyable and rewarding, too. And that, you know, that... <laughs> That connection, as I, I said, I wasn't going to go back to the geeky bit, but those connections are exactly what we need as human beings. They are the very basis of things that we need for survival that has been proven with 1960s style sort of experiments and things like that on mm. um. Uh, around uh, attachment and what happens as babies and what happens with us as young people, and then that connection is something that then sort of builds trust and builds those definitely those those areas that where we feel safe to then be ourselves. I, I, I used to before I adopted the girls, I had a very different view of what feeling safe kind of meant, really um and you know what I often explain to people now particularly um you know when I'm coaching is that feeling of safety is like something that runs through your car again on a kind of subconscious level that you don't you don't kind of realize until it's not there it's not about I think sometimes people get mixed up between feeling safe and feeling confident yeah you know um and but that feeling of safety is Um, something that really should inherently be within us in those environments. But as I experienced, even with the bullying boss, it's not always there. And we're on guard, like you've said, and those sorts of things that begin to happen. When we've got that trust, the connection, the trust, the safety, then there's so much more that can happen in a team, um, in a workplace that then just reads all sorts of amazing things and we start to talk about culture and we start to talk about growth and and all of those different things is that something that you see as well Tracy? absolutely I think you know
1: I would imagine that whoever listens to this podcast can can put themselves in a position where, they're thinking about going into a meeting and they're thinking about who is going to be chairing the meeting or, or who, who are their leaders or managers and thinking, well, oh, what mood are they going to be in today or how are they going to be able to respond to this? So do I say this or do I say that? I better not say this because that's going to send them off on one. And actually, all of their, all of their brain power is being consumed with how they are going to handle that situation. Whereas to for a leader to be successful and the organization to be successful you want you want people in your team who are often the experts to be open and honest and say it say it as it is you know that's 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 a big thing that I've always wanted and I always say to people just tell me as it is don't worry about how you're going to say it just say it it's up to me then to to take that forward and um aim not for things to be personal I'm a human after all so sometimes things are a bit personal because I think oh but actually if I don't know what's going on in your head how can I do anything about it and my my job as a leader is not to tell you what to do my job is to recognize that you are capable of, of doing things and you're capable of doing things better than I can do them actually my job is to enable you to do it it's to remove any blockers. It's to grease the wheels. It's to is to be supportive. So I think that that authentic leadership and that trust, as you said, it's you wanting people also to expose themselves to you in terms of the things that they are scared of, not competent in, don't know how to approach things that have really annoyed them, dissatisfied them, um, and that's a vulnerable, you're, you're, you're wanting staff to be vulnerable with you. And that, another thing about authentic, authentic leaders is about the correct use of power. Yes. Um, and so in terms of that vulnerability, when somebody is vulnerable with you and they, they expose the things that they are lacking confidence in or they're frightened of. Yeah. That is where that that also is a is a is a can be a positive and negative opportunity for power. And that's another big thing about authentic leadership It's about leading with values, being able to be a good communicator, being able to use power appropriately, because as soon as you've got a leader label, you do have power. Whether, whether it's something that you want
0: or not, you do have power. Absolutely, you do. Absolutely. And I work um, and go into organisations a lot and people have risen through the ranks because they're good at what they do rather than and then they haven't had the leadership sort of skills and our experience or support or training so I was working with somebody at the beginning of the year who had um, almost like plucked up the courage, really, to go to their leader and say, actually, I'm struggling with this part of the job. Or I'm struggling with managing this team. And they basically came back to him and went, but it's, that's your responsibility. So you sort it. <laughs> what kind of is my responsibility? Marvellous. Lovely. But, and the impact on the business was going to be, you know. Or is this person gets really, really stressed and then goes off on stick. And all of these aspects that have, you know, can almost have a domino effect um, quite negatively, really, to the business, because it wasn't a huge business. Um, and uh, thankfully, he had the foresight and uh, came to me for, for his support. But he was also, you know, working his way out of that business, even though they didn't know it because of that one moment, just because of that. Um uh, which is huge. And then they lost somebody that had a great amount of experience and skills and, and, and process knowledge and things like that. And they were really were open to losing that because there was no kind of support um, put in there. And of course, then when somebody's opened up in any shape or form, even when you're saying that you're struggling or if you say that this is going to be, you know, I'm working through this process or we've got this at customer or we've got this experience, and we think that it could be done a bit better or that there's a problem in it. If that person is shut down or not listened and not supported, then that trust is gone and they're never going to come forward again. You know, so that's, that's where all of this authenticity needs to happen with, uh, with you know, at every stage of leadership. And it doesn't even need to be senior leadership. It can be first line managers and middle managers as well.
1: Yeah, and, and I think authenticity in in relationships it goes beyond leadership and it goes into um, being good colleagues and team workers. It's that relationship between um, customer and supplier. Many 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 years ago, on my personal development journey, one of the first um, one of the first uh, people that I I actually I actually did a lot of travelling and I had a cassette that I listened to in the car, and uh, it was Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly yeah. Effective People, and there are so many things around being authentic that I actually took from his Seven Habits, um, and and that to me is is it is relevant to leadership, but actually it, it's it's boils down to having those really good trusting relationships with people
0: in your personal life and in your in your work life that helps you to be the best yes, you absolutely so again as i was saying at the beginning you're not kind of pretending to be some somebody you're not or you're not giving out the kind of stressy vibes and uh things like that absolutely if we could give the listeners kind of just one thing that was going to help them to be an authentic leader from listening to this, what do you think that would be?
1: I think that in terms of being an authentic leader, is the first thing is really knowing who you are and what makes you tick, and thinking about what are my values, what what are the things? and I saying what makes me tick? What makes me happy? What makes me really sad? What makes me have a sense of achievement? What makes me feel frustrated? Because authenticity begins with really understanding who you are and what you're about. So that can be quite a, um, quite a journey of discovery. So I would, I would say that that's the first thing is make sure you really know yourself and you really know what your values are. Um and then I would say it's thinking about the um the pros and cons or or the the positives and consequences of being an authentic leader and uh thinking about situations where um those 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 values could could or have been compromised and think about how that's impacted you and think about what that's going to mean if you're going to be an authentic leader what does it mean to you to be in the future
0: it's not a simple thing is it really there's not just kind of just oh I'll just do this one thing um but definitely do it, some of that sort of introspective personal um reflection personal development the reflection is huge really huge and with the more we learn about ourselves the better you know, we can be in our role and to other people as well. So that's, um, yeah, that's, it's, that's a really, really good point. And I think sometimes we spend our time being quite outward looking and looking at the job or the company and the role and the tasks that we have to do or where it is that we want to go. So that we're always looking outwards and forwards and we forget to kind of stop and look at ourselves and even reflect on some of those other things. So yes, I I would wholeheartedly agree with that. Tracy. I could talk to you all afternoon. It's been a pleasure to have you on here. If people wanted to connect with you, where can they get hold of you?
1: So they can look me up on LinkedIn, also find me on Twitter. They can also um, look at the Career Colleges um, website and social media and
0: find me through there. I'll put all of the links in the show notes for anybody that wants to connect with Tracy. So it just leaves me to thank you so much for talking to me today. Uh, I've I've loved it,
1: and as as we said before, actually the time has just whizzed by, and I think you and I could carry on chatting for hours and hours. But I'm I know that that's the same with all the people that you uh, that you do the podcast with. You're a very very easy person to have conversations with about subjects that you're that you're passionate about
0: oh thank you so much it's been an absolute pleasure so listeners as we've said there's links in the show notes do please connect with tracy share on social media that you've listened to this and tell us what it is that you got value from do make sure that you leave a review and then I'll see you again in the next episode. Bye for now.